I know. I do that thing where I don't eat a veg- vegetables for a week and then eat seven pounds of broccoli. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like that's how you're supposed to do it. I'll play ketchup and I'll eat like a bag of spinach like it's chips. And then you cut to two weeks later and you're like, no, nah, I don't eat vegetables. They make me feel sick. Hello and welcome to Ah, Did I Audit That, Hi. season one, Netflix's Floor is Lava, season one, an in-depth and unofficial review of Netflix's Floor is Lava, season one. <gasps> I'm Michael Buddy. Resnick and with me is my co-host and friend, Andrew Fernandez. Hi. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm good. How are you doing, Michael, co-host and friend Michael? <sighs> I'm good. Out of breath. Yeah. Smoky. The smoke's clearing up, but it's been smoky um, in California. I was very excited to see the air quality down to 61 today. Is that generally terrible, but okay for it's, now? It's been like cl- hovering around 200 for like the last week. Jesus. Like deep red. I guess I don't know what the number means. Deep red. This is like the tip of like green to yellow is 61. Folks, we're in Los Angeles, and, uh, you know, there are fires all around in California. Yeah. Speaking of fires, should we just get straight into the floor is lava? Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, God. Is that how we're transitioning? <laughs> Transitional stinger. Yeah, let's jump into it. Floor is Lava is a game show where contestants compete to get to the end of an obstacle course without touching the ground. The show is hosted by Rutledge Wood. Rutledge Wood. Andrew, would you like to hear two anagrams for Rutledge Wood? Uh, yes, please. Is that an anagram for it? Make yes, please out of Rutledge Wood? No, sorry. Can we find an anagram for yes, please? I'm on the anagram server. I like eyeless paw, like paw, like father, and eyeless. That's a good one for yes, please. Eyeless paw, okay. I like this one. (laughs) Ye ass peel. Oh, that's nice. It's a solid visual. Do you think, what type of beauty treatments, like an ass peel, do you think they had in olden times? Real dangerous ones, just like (laughs) mercury baths, you know? Sure, 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 yeah. All right, I didn't even give you one of the anagrams. God, we're not good at getting through this show. The first anagram is two, the number, ogle utter. Like U-D-D-E-R. To ogle utter. We're doing the movie thing? And we're going to play the game. What movie does this anagram remind me of? It reminded me, out of the gate, me, myself, and Irene. That's not it. I And I realize I used one with the number two last week. This one, I thought of it as a list of rules. Like, to ogle utter. And I thought, that is the rules of attraction. That movie was based on a Brett Easton Ellis book, uh, but it was written and directed by Guy Roger Avery. Uh, can we Google that? It is Roger Avery. So he co-wrote Pulp Fiction and got zero credit. And then there's a film student in one of the first scenes of Rules of Attraction talking about how... Yeah, this guy co-wrote Pulp Fiction and doesn't get any credit for it, which was a nice little jab at Quentin Tarantino. I like it. The second anagram is word allude got. Got word allude. 
got word of lewd. And I can only think of got milk. So I guess what first movie that comes to mind on my side would be lost in translation when he's doing those ads for whiskey. Uh, I wish I thought you were going to say milk money and neither would have been correct. <laughs> but the, the answer is King's speech. He's got words eluding him. And I just went with a very literal. That's what it made me think of. Oh, got it. Sure. All right. And that was our game. What movie does this uh, Rutledge Wood anagram remind me of? I always forget. Turn that into a melody. (laughs) I always forget that very coherent title for a segment. (laughs) What movie does this Rutledge Wood anagram remind me of? Sure. That was better. That was that was good. That was good. There. Uh, Let me let me try. Let me take a pass at this. What movie did this Rutledge Wood? Anagram remind me of. I liked it. Um, <laughs> turning Rutledge into three syllables, though. Uh, I paused. I saw that. No, I, I paused. Saw, I heard that. I fucking heard that. <laughs> All right, let me try it again. What movie did this? Rutledge Wood. Anagram remind me of. Almost made me shoot whiskey out of my nose. (laughs) Like that scene in Lost in Translation. Ah, let's get into it. We are back in the planetarium for episode seven of Floor is Lava. We're back in the planetarium with one major difference. The red button is now not good. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting for the one course that we've seen that only one person has gotten through, they're like, let's make this one harder. (laughs) Yeah. And it's also interesting that calling it level two, when really only one change has been made to this whole thing. We see highlights of how it was for the teams before. We saw the Mama Boys. We saw Luan, uh, the cuck of the team, the Steven of the crew, but it works. Uh, We saw Triple Threat. We saw Xavier, Nick, and Kay, Cousins. And Nick is definitely the cuck of that one. Uh, And then the edutainers, Carl, cuck, uh, Teresa, and Dan. Jesus Uh, Christ. I feel like Carl... Methinks you doth protest too much cuck. (laughs) I think... (laughs) You're right. Uh, Carl wanted to be the cuck, but I weirdly think the others weren't having it. Like, they weren't interested in cucking him. Sure, that was a great breakdown of... Wait, was that everybody that did the previous planetarium? Yeah. It's all gone from my head. It's all gone from my head. Well, they showed, uh, you know, the clips of that. I will say one other thing, which which is a bit of a post-mortem note. They show uh, Kay uh, helping her husband Nick onto the capsule, and... It's a... Rutledge Wood says, teams have fallen on the Apollo capsule... It looks as though Kay, not releasing Nick's hand, might have pulled him in. Wow. You are watching this intro stuff. too. I think I was pressing the skip 15 second button on this section. Of the, he was the ready episode. to move on. And then she brought him back in. Like, uh, what's the Al Pacino thing? Uh, Godfather. And then they bring me back in. <laughs> yes. Is that the movie where he yells? Where Al Pacino yells? Um, that's... That is the one. (laughs) Okay, we've done an episode on the planetarium before. It's a very difficult course. Down the middle path, there are different planets you can hop on that are these 
spheres that are kind of far apart, and each one of them seems relatively difficult to get to. Yeah. There's also the flat earth, which can get very slippery if lava goes up on it. From the flat earth, you can get to a moon rock in the middle of the room. Then you can jump on the Apollo capsule, which has a button on top of it, a button that will help you. From there, there are a couple rocks to the exit if you go through the middle, or you can go to the left across Mars, to a seesaw telescope, across another rocket, and to the exit. And then, of course, the path to the right from the entrance leads you to a constellation wall, then a shaky space station console with a big red button that this time just causes lava to explode everywhere. From the console, you can climb down to a rocket, which you crawl across, and then you can hop to the moon rock that's in the middle of the room that you can get to from the other paths. And that is the planetarium. Planetarium. Let's meet our teams. Transitional <laughs> Our first team is the Bostonians. Don't worry, though. They're not going to be like that stereotype of, of people from males. Boston. Not they're gonna not going to just that. immediately talk about Tom Brady. <laughs> nope, that's exactly what they do. <laughs> that is exactly what they do. Bunch of knuckleheads. <laughs> These are three friends who met in high school. Alex, Anthony, and Chris. If you haven't seen the show, to picture it, Alex is a little preppy with like a polo and kind of boat shorts. Anthony has a giant beard. Chris has a three-quarter sleeve shirt and looks like a really not buff, tiny, emaciated version of that actor v- Milo Ventimiglia from Heroes and, um, Ventimiglia. and other shows. I will say, to speak of Alex's polo shirt... One time I went on this like citywide bike race thing. It wasn't a race. It was just us on <laughs> bikes uh, with my roommate at the time through Los Angeles. And I didn't have, I didn't know how to, how people dress when wearing bikes. So I put on fucking jeans and a polo shirt and I felt like a real stupid fucking idiot. <laughs> and then Alex comes in on national television wearing a polo to play Floor is Lava. Me wearing a polo to, on a bike ride. That was fine. Jeans I still regret. <laughs> I bet you also regret saying wearing bikes. Yeah, jeans is a terrible choice. Um, although, no, that's like what a rocker would do. Sure. Um, you're a I'm rocker. A rocker. <laughs> In one of the pictures they show during the pre-testimonial, Chris is flicking off the camera. They definitely have this, like, you know, fuck you, bad boy, Boston pride, but also fuck everybody else attitude. Yeah, Chris is awful out of the gate. He starts running his mouth, flexing. Uh, to boot, he has terrible eyes. So he's just <laughs> as hard to look at as he is to listen to. Anthony says, let's go, fucking macho man with his beard. Uh, Alex <laughs> chews his tongue. He has this weird thing, like moment where he like chews his tongue, which was like mildly likable. Uh, whoa. <laughs> Well, just that, like, it, it wasn't, it was the first thing, I don't know how many minutes into the Floors Live episode we are, but it was the first moment of, like, okay, that's not something that didn't drive me up the wall. Like, it was, like, a neutral thing, so I'm like, okay, so oh that's... Oh, my God, him chewing his tongue is you your might favorite be, takeaway. That's unbelievably... <laughs> you might be likable. A low bar set. He also had uh, nicer eyes than the other two, so we'll see if that balances them out in the end. Listeners, if you don't know, we rank these teams on different categories, and eyes is one of the categories. Oh, yeah, now's a good time to mention that. 
Uh, Anthony fucking brings up Tom Brady out of the gate because Anthony's a piece of shit and he wants us to know that. Uh, nothing against Tom Brady, but whatever. No, it, so- it sounds like it. <laughs> Uh, oh, and then, you know what's great? What's great is just this morning I was watching Tom Brady crush it for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. I wonder how these guys feel. How hurt they probably are. Yeah. I wonder if their racist tendencies allow them to root for Cam Newton also. <laughs> oh, that's a, uh, hopefully we'll they're not racist. They did, they did not do anything to show that they're racist. It is just implied i saw moments of misogyny uh but not racism in their defense (laughs) i saw a touch of homophobia touch of homophobia saw that uh andrew is there anything else you want to say about the interview i think my last note would be fuck these guys so (laughs) this whole team and their run was major schadenfreude how do you say it andrew schadenfreude shadow foyer These guys want you to hate them. They criticize L.A. and New York right away. They say they know 99% of people are rooting against them. They go out of their way to just, you know, be combative. And let me tell you, they fucking eat shit. They eat shit so hard. Loved it. So amusing. I loved that they ate shit. (laughs) The ride getting there was like, God, just why don't you guys, one of the three, you just chapa quit it. Oh, God. That might have been the only pun Rutledge Wood left on the table. Oh, because Um, someone died? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yikes. Dark moment in Democratic history. Uh, Okay, let's get into their run and out of their run as soon as possible. They enter the course. And just acting like they're too cool for school, like they're better than everyone else. Still, out of the gate. They they respond to seeing the course with like, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Why are you here? I did like how quick Chris was able to come up with, where are all the rings on the planet? Oh, that's right. Tom Brady's fingers. Oh. Yeah, okay. You know what? Fucking fall in. Die. Turn yourself into ash and be the ash in Massachusetts. (laughs) Wow. They're still at the entrance. Anthony looks over across the course at the console and the red button and says, is that a button? Does that work? Every movie I've seen says, don't push the red button. Of course it has, Anthony, because you only watch action movies, you fucking Philistine. (laughs) The whole lot of them are just, I don't want to see this run. I don't want to see this race. Uh, what do we, what do we rate them on, Michael? Is it, uh, acting teamwork that smart? So are they having fun out there? Style, height, eyes, name, and je ne sais quoi? <laughs> um, I, I think so. Okay, then really two, fast. one, 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 four, one, three, one. <laughs> oh, Our next God. team is the siblings. We have Dave, Stacy, and Mike. <laughs> no. These th- what, Good Michael? Lord. <laughs> oh, God. Um, what? You don't want to you don't want to talk you hate this team so much you don't want to talk about them. They're the worst. All right, we have to go through them. For my OCD. Fine. Okay, you know what? Let's see how fast <laughs> Let's see how fast we can do it. I can't believe you just gave all your rankings. Um, <laughs> okay, Anthony, the bearded guy, heads off across the constellation the wall. His buddies just stand at the entrance, not moving for a long time. I'm looking at Anthony and I'm like, "How has he not died yet?" Uh, Chris has this fucking bleacher clap, attaboy Anthony thing. He 
I swear to God, fakes his deep voice to sound like a taller piece of shit than he actually is. <laughs> I did not notice that. Also, you wanted to skip ahead and now you immediately have 100 comments. Yeah. If we're going to play, let's play. If we're going to play, let's make this 90 minutes. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony gets across the wall. It really is no problem for him. It's no problem for anyone. Alex follows Anthony across the wall. They both end up on the console together. Yeah, a- Alex is on the wall now. Like, why are you guys even still competing? Like, please, no more. Garcia Parra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Chris, the guy who talked to Huge Game, Chris Milo Ventimiglia. Ventimiglia. He's still frozen at the entrance. Alex and Anthony are deciding whether to push the red button. They kind of seem like they don't want to. Yeah. And then Chris, who hasn't done anything, tells them to push it. He wants to see what happens. They press the button. It ends up exploding lava over everything, makes the course more slippery. Anthony has a funny response to this. He gives a little scent of a woman speaking of... Did we already talk about this? He gives a scent of a woman, uh... Oh, great! (laughs) Felt very Pacino to me. Yeah. Anthony calls out seeing the lava explode. It's like a combination of gross and disgusting. Yeah, Anthony, how about you read a book that's not a scoreboard, you fuck? (laughs) It is uh, like a combination of two synonyms. Ugh. It's just that he's a fucking, he's a jumbotron. He's a jumbotron brain. (laughs) Okay, dude, you having an okay week? God, these guys. (laughs) Yeah. Chris finally hops onto Neptune and starts the course. And it's an uncoordinated jump. It it looks like, oh, this guy's not going to make it that far in this course. Yeah. He then attempts to go to the second planet. He's about three seconds into the obstacle course. Yeah. And then Alex tells him to be careful, which was actually the first bit of sincerity out of Alex. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, maybe I am warming up to this team. Oh, I thought of it as, <laughs> I think nothing of you. <laughs> You're never going to make this. You know what? You're right. They're awful. <laughs> and Chris eats shit on the second planet. He makes a terrible jump, lands on his knees. He kind of bounces back. The subtitle said, Arg, A-R-G-H. <laughs> I, it was so satisfying. I laughed out loud. It was a wonderful death. Chris talked a huge game in the pre-interview. He was an asshole and he immediately died. Yeah, goodwill falling, jackass. (laughs) They play bagpipe funeral music, which I kind of liked, and uh, it's one of the 10 million Boston references during this run. I will say that they had good use of music in this episode, and just use of sound, which I'll get to in a second. Reactions to the death. Anthony screams, no, Chris, puts out his arm. It it was a good reaction. It was intense. Mm. And Alex says, oh, man kind of dumbfounded and stunned. I liked it. I was, I was fine with their reactions. Maybe the best part of their run. I felt like Alex's was feeling genuinely bad and maybe for a moment, a glimmering hope that he was starting to regret the three of them being garbage humans. <laughs> Yo, is karma real? <laughs> Let's blaze through the rest of this team. This is already taking too long. Alex and Anthony still on the console. Alex, this is the guy with the polo, stretches down to the rocket. It's very easy to get to the rocket from the console. It seems like it. It's floppy what I can touch. This part's hard. Yes. 
first he sticks his leg out and feels they have some debris in the lava that you can't actually step on. So he touches a toe on the debris and he says, yeah, this pot's flappy. This pot's flappy. That's pot hard. <laughs> and then he puts his foot on the rocket and he's like, oh, th- oh, it's OK. But this pot's hard. And it was the most <laughs> this. This was the best part of the run. Yeah, it was good. Okay, Alex crawls across the rocket and he makes the jump to the moon rock. It's not that big of a problem for him. Anthony now follows Alex, though he's making everything a lot more difficult. I I guess maybe he's not tall enough, but instead of, I don't think he was shorter than Alex, but instead of stepping down to the rocket, he makes a giant leap to it and lands in a belly flop bear hug. It looked like he was definitely gonna fall off of it, and then he he probably is pretty strong because he managed to like grip it and steady himself. But this shouldn't have been so difficult. It was, it, no, it shouldn't have been. And I feel like Alex went the practical way. Anthony launched in the most masculine, loud, fucking yes. cannonball bullshit to flex. Oh my God, that's right. But you know what? He put himself in such a stupid position. Yeah, so he's in a belly flop position and he's just kind of humping the giant rocket and scooting along it very slowly. And there's nothing wrong with this. We're doing an obstacle course and this is the position he's in, but he seems very uncomfortable um, by it. Yeah, and he signals to everybody watching that this is the weirdest thing I've ever done. Versus what, Anthony? Watching sports or watching sports or watching sports? You're a clam skull. You know that? Yeah. You were a clam skull. Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> we got to finish the podcast quick because the Laker game comes on in a little bit. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> Alex on the moon rock is getting ready to go to the Apollo capsule. The capsule moves. People that don't contemplate whether it moves, we've seen this in the past. Eh. It's a real surprise when they try to get on it. Or when their wife, like Nick's wife, Kay, pull them into the lava when they're trying to get further. (laughs) God, I got to go back and watch that. Never. (laughs) Anthony's advice to Alex for this jump is big hug, big hug. I laughed at that. I liked it. It felt sincere. It was not good advice, but I liked it. Yeah, fair. It is interesting at this point in the course The music has basically stopped. The crew sounds like they're at lunch. (laughs) Nobody, I'm not the only one here, Michael. Nobody's watching this. (laughs) I did not notice. There's Um, like zero tension whatsoever when there's two of them and Alex is about to make this big move. (laughs) Uh, Alex psychs himself up. He goes, here we go, baby. Fly like Larry Bird. Here we go. He makes this very easy hop to the capsule. Doesn't know it moves. It swings forward. He's shocked. He falls off backwards into the lava. Great death. I laughed out loud. I, I really did. It was very funny. It's fun to see this team go down. Yeah. Uh, again, to Alex's credit, the only redeemable one on the team, uh, he has this fun little wave <laughs> as he's <laughs> as he's sinking, uh, almost like a like a Southie saying goodbye to the sun as it sets on in the east. <laughs> it's definitely not like. Waving for help. It's like a, it, it's goodbye with conviction. But like positivity that he, he'll ease us off to a better place. At least he's not going back to Boston. <laughs> um, Anthony's reaction to the death. We're talking about this because this is an award we give out later. And it's just interesting. 
Anthony says, and then there was one. And uh, he's disappointed. It was a bit of a selfish reaction. I don't know. It was a bit selfish. I felt, personally, it was uninspired. Anthony has now got to do it on his own. He jumps from the rocket to the moon rock. Wood, I'm only pointing it out because it's such a stretch. I don't know. Wood says, Anthony's bossed on. <laughs> is bossed on no. <laughs> a way of stringing words together? <laughs> it might be a Gen Z thing. I'm not, I'm not familiar with it. Okay, Anthony, you know what? This hasn't been the stupidest team yet in terms of smarts, but it's kind of, it's it like, it's solidified here. Anthony, for some reason, decides not to go to the capsule, which is, now that he knows it moves, it's kind of a step away. You should be able to approach it in a way that's successful. Yeah. Instead, he decides to go to the flat earth, which is almost back at the entrance of the course. And I I've lost all confidence in Anthony if I had any left. Finally, Anthony makes a pathetic jump to the moon around the left, and he just kind of slowly slides off of it, doesn't get a good grip, and he dies. Yeah. And now we can start the show. <laughs> <laughs> this team was terrible. Um, Post-show, I, I, they say something about Tom Brady. They were so bad, though. Uh, they their accents have disappeared, which is interesting because I feel like they're going into hiding because Boston will not have <laughs> will not be represented in that way. One thing I have in common with these guys, Chris says, "You guys want to take this to Dunkin' Donuts?" And I like Dunkin' Donuts. And I want to go to Dunkin' Donuts right now. I enjoy Dunkin' Donuts, but it was I think uh, an obvious for those that know the slogan to Boston. Uh, reference to it because it is Sicut Patribus Sit Deus Nobis. What? And that translates to Dunkin' Donuts, they're your problem, nah. <laughs> Here, let me be clear. I don't mind people from Boston and I actually find the accent to be endearing when used properly. I just think these three guys uh, misrepresented their city because they lean into every stereotype that makes them terrible. So no, no, no problem with Boston at all. He doesn't speak for me. Uh, I'll also add that their favorite Rutger Hauer movie is Soldier of Orange. Mm. Soldier of Orange. <laughs> Andrew thinks Rutledge Wood's name sounds like Rutger Hauer, and he, he talks about Rutger Hauer. Rutledge Wood, damn it. God, I'll never remember that. Let's rank these guys and let's just get, let's keep going. Um, cool, you have mine. We, we've, we've been going for, oh God, you've already ranked them? Jesus Christ. Those are really your ranks? Yeah. You know who would do great on this course? First name's Tom. Last name's five letters. Ends with D-Y. Tom. Is he an actor? Hardy. <laughs> uh, okay, so what are you giving Tom Hardy in acting? Ooh, uh, I just, I love everything he does. His range is crazy. I'm going to give him uh, 13 out of 15 Krakatoas for acting. Just writing 13. If I lose my mind, one day I'll calculate based on the denominators you give me. <laughs> Do I have to answer about the team? Do you want me to answer about the team? Yeah, what, remind me, remind me what you gave the team. Give him a two. Reacting. The reactions to the first death weren't terrible. I'm not going to be as harsh on this team. I'm going to give them a six. Okay. 
I will say having... that I might, I might, maybe change my scores as we as we've Fuck. now talked about. Oh it. my god! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> For are you having fun out there? No, I don't think they had a lot of fun out there. I think they were self conscious and in their heads a bit. Chris did not have a fucking good time. Chris is never going to forget this. I'm giving them a three. I'm giving them a three. Chris hated this. Anthony wanted to make it very clear how better he was than a Flores Lava course. Uh, I'm going to give him a one. I wasn't, I wasn't cool with it at all. Tom Hardy. He picks roles that are so wildly different from everything else. And side note, I saw him on some documentary BBC type series as himself. This guy wants to live life. I think he'd have a blast. Gonna give him 12 out of 14 crack toes for are they having fun out there? <laughs> All right. For teamwork. Oh. These guys didn't work together well. Chris made them press the button, and then Anthony kind of gave them shit for it after that we might have not mentioned. I'm going to give them a four for teamwork. They were also on the same page and friends since high school. This is probably how they work, so they're not getting lower. I'm giving them a four. I initially gave them a one for teamwork. I will bump that up due strictly to Alex testing the strength of the rocket. You know, this pot's hot, this pot's floppy as well as some other encouraging moments, also leading by example to move that forward. That was for himself. That was, that, was just, that was maybe smart. But he was vocal. He was vocalizing it. Okay. I will give them a three for teamwork. Tom Hardy, nine. Wow. I could have seen that going either way. I think nine, just because I'm not... God, he was really good at this part of the team on, in Inception. I'm going to stick with my nine. <laughs> For that smarts, I'm giving this team a two. I don't think they're the worst team we've seen. That was that team I gave a one, I think, last week. Um, but they were awful. They they made poor decisions. Anthony went all around the course, then back to the flat earth. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Because I would have to say, I think I might say 10 for Tom Hardy for that smarts. Uh, <laughs> I think he would see all the obstacles in his way. And he would uh, maneuver around them. This team, I completely agree with you. Uh, that's smarts. I'm going to give them, I'm going to bump it up. A l- I have no reason to bump it up. going to give them a one. They didn't test the capsule. That's where Alex died. They, yeah, they were not good. Yeah. For style. I didn't like their style. They were like solid colors that had some matching to them, but it felt like at the last second they were like, Oh, wait, you're wearing burgundy. You wear burgundy socks. And I didn't like it. It looked like a, reminded me of like a shitty dorm room or something. I hated it. Out of the gate. It oh, made, so I'm giving them a, so I'm giving them a, a two. Out of the gate, I felt like it showed that they weren't taking this seriously. And this is in part due to Alex's polo shirt. I'm going to say one for style. Tom Hardy. Are you kidding me? 11, Krakatoas. For height, I don't think this team heighted well. They, like, couldn't make these hops to planets. Anthony didn't stretch out to the rocket, but made an insane man floppy belly flop to it. Yeah. I give, them, I give them a four for height. I'll also give them a four for the same reasons. Uh, Tom Hardy, couldn't give him a... It's between seven and eight. We've stopped playing this game because I 
don't like it and it's not that fun for the listener, but I'm curious what Tom Hardy's real height is. I'm going to say it's 5'9". Nailed it. Really? All right. Boom. So for that, I'll give him a 10 for height. That makes sense. Yeah. For eyes. I didn't like their eyes. Didn't like them either. I normally go six for six eyes. That's the default. Bumping them down one for each player down to a three. Interesting. Oh, you know what? A double jump for Chris to a two. Okay. Like I said before, I think Alex's eyes were nice. Uh. Anthony contributed nothing to eyes. Absolutely nothing. It was as though there was just, it was like the the sunken place in uh, Get Out. Like there's just, it's just an abyss. And Chris only hurt them. So I'm going to give them a one for eyes. You get a one? Yeah. Tom Hardy? Oh, God. Eight? It's not that good. <laughs> I feel like I've been too generous up, up to this point with Tom Hardy. So I want to dial it back a little. Je ne sais quoi. The je ne sais quoi is a fat, immediate one for this team. Yeah. For reasons we've already talked about. If they were playing what we would expect from Bostonian characters, uh, I think it was lazy writing because there was absolutely zero depth. And if that's who they actually are, then you still get a one. Tom Hardy, I'm fascinated by his personality, but he's naked all the time in his movies. <laughs> so not, I, a, not a lot left to the imagination. Not a lot left in the physical imagination. So I think that's going to hurt him in the in the score. Uh, that being said, he looks great naked. I'm going to give him a 10 for Je ne sais quoi. Nice. <laughs> this is my logic track. He's a 10. He's absolutely a 10. Mieux name. This is one of our newer categories. Alex, Anthony, and Chris. Very standard. I think Anthony's bringing the most to the table with this one. Yeah. I like Alex for a girl. Yeah. Yeah, they get a one from your name. <laughs> I I don't know. I guess as I get older... Names keep staying the same age? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> I guess as I get older with... More behind me and less in front, I begin to regret the past more than my insecurities in the present. So I... Jesus Christ. Ha I, I have my concerns about how I've treated this team and how mean I've been to people that hurt me in the limited time that I wanted to watch this episode. <laughs> <laughs> You felt like you were hurt by them. Just because it was. Are you fucking crying right now? I wouldn't say I'm crying so much as weeping. <laughs> it's a combination of gross, gross and, and disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give him I'm going to give him uh, three for name. Uh, Tom Hardy. Fucking it's awesome. It's awesome. I'm going to give him a 12 for name. All right, let's take a, uh, that's it for the Bostonians. Let's see if our second team, the siblings, or our third team, the Triforce Heroes, have what it takes to compete with the shittiest team in Flores Lava history. We'll be right back. Transitional outro. 
Transitional intro. Hey, welcome back. Thank you. Um, before we get into the next team, just reminding you about our hotline that you can call to review our show, review hotline. Floor is Lava, um, or just share any of your thoughts with us about life. Ask us questions. We can we can become an advice podcast, maybe. Yeah. Um, and that number is... 909-667-1298. Wait, what, what, is, what was it again? It always goes too fast. What is it again? 909-667-1298. Uh, but yeah, this would be a good way for us to connect with our fan base, which... Michael, it's been brought to my attention that we don't yet have a nickname for our fans, the way Justin Bieber has Beliebers or whatever. Yeah, and Mark Marin starts out, does he start his podcast still by all the thousands of names he has for his what, what the fuckers? Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, one of our fans, Brian Musil, actually pitched, because I made reference to Aw, Did I Audit That as Adiat, he's like, you should call us Adiats, which is fun. Yes. Right? Like idiots. Like, it, well, oh, shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you not? <laughs> what, did you, what did you think it meant? <laughs> I just think it's a fun thing. Maybe we could reference it. I don't know. Maybe we can get a new theme right. song directed at uh, the idiots. <laughs> I imagine most of our listeners are family members of mine. And yeah, we can call them idiots. <laughs> Adiats. Adiats. Aw, did I audit that? Yes. Adiats. Yeah. Our next team is the siblings. Who are they, who are they Michael? The siblings are David, Stacy, and Mike. These are three siblings who come from a big family. Huge. Yeah, they, the photos look like they have four other siblings, and they say that they have altogether 30 kids. That's um, three zero, people. 30 kids. Dave is the oldest, Mike is the youngest, and Stacy somewhere in the middle. David and Stacy each have six kids. Crazy. And Mike and Mike doesn't have any. And when they say this, he like smirks and kind of kicks a rock and reminds us all of Steven from the last week, kind of in his a little personality. Cucky. A little cucky. It's, he's very much like a Zach Galifianakis character. That is, I feel like Zach plays a few different types, and this is that. That, like, southern Zach Galifianakis, that, like, sweet southern Zach Galifianakis character. Yeah. Just salt-of-the-earth gem, like, just, just like, wants the best for people. You know what I mean? Just sweet. Yeah. Genuine. Innocent. Naive. Innocent. Yes. Gross. Disgusting. Little dopey. <laughs> they say Dave is the resident athlete and played baseball. I say this because... He stretches himself all over the course, and it's, it feels like his baseball skills played a part. He's very limber. Then they start talking about their skills and how they might apply to Flores Lava, and this is when we kind of start feeling the Stephen Cuck situation for Mike. Because, oh, sure. Yeah, they all agree that, that Mike is the weakest link. Yeah, but it's like healthy cucking, right? Yes, I felt it was, it was healthier with this team. There wasn't this darkness and sinisterness. I don't know why. It didn't feel as, um, didn't feel dirty with this team. Sure. Do you feel like there were any chubs? No chubs. No chubs. I don't want no chubs. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the end of the testimonial, they do a coordinated 
run, 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 go team. And man, it was corny, but it was great. Yeah, their cheer was fun. Uh, I really feel like this is like a healthy family dynamic. Uh, these guys play together. Now let's see them on the course. Yes, they enter the arena. There is no banter with Wood. They just get straight into the race. Fuck yelling floor is lava. Yeah. So I imagine whatever happened was unusable. Maybe they cursed, showed that they were super racist. What do you think happened? I have a theory about what's going on with how much is cut out of this episode, which I'll address when the third team happens. What was cut out and what was kept in felt weird. Interesting choices for sure. Felt like they dwelled on some things and then literally didn't show us some things that they always show us. Um, So they take off. Dave heads across the Constellation Wall. This is the baseball player. It's very easy for him. Team is very supportive. Stacy makes an awkward jump to the first planet. She's now standing upright on Neptune and she's going to make a hop to the flat Earth. Dave says, we love you. And I can't tell. He's like, he's thinking maybe she won't make it. It felt like you might say I love you to somebody who's potentially going off to war or something. Oh, I heard I loved you, Oh my which God. is weird that he said the past tense. Oh, my God. Really getting someone's <laughs> head before a jump. Right. I loved you. <laughs> um, what's really funny is Stacy seems to recognize that it's a little weird that he said, I love you. I don't know. This is how I read it, because right as she makes the little jump, she kind of laughs and goes, I love you. Like, 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 OK. Yeah. <laughs> She should have pulled a Han Solo and just go, I know. <laughs> that would have been fucking baller. Very cool. Mike now takes off. Um, this is Zach Galifianakis. He follows Stacy and makes a similar belly flop jump to Neptune. Stacy makes a small step from flat Earth to the moon rock in the middle of the course. Dave is still on the console. He now presses the red button. Oh, boy. Can't fucking blame him. Only blame the producers. Yep. Lava pops up everywhere. There was a great moment here. Mike goes, okay, so that was wrong. And then Stacy goes, that's a moot point. Nice. And she just, like, nips any negativity in the bud. It was real, like, mom, teacher. She's a mom of six kids, right? It was yeah. it was awesome. It was so quick. That's a moot point, Mike. Let's fucking do this. It's great. Yeah. Dave, still on the console, now steps to the rocket with a nice stretch. It's no big deal for him, making Anthony's crazy belly flop jump from the previous um, team just more and more absurd and comical. No, yeah, Anthony was the worst. <laughs> Dave's great. He's a little, little stretchy little Gumby, Gumby man. Uh, Dave's now on the rocket. He's moving along. He's slow, but thoughtful. Yeah, and he manages to do it standing upright, kind of side shuffling instead of on all four. He's just really in control of his body. It's why the tortoise won the race. His body, his body's a wonderland. His body is a wonderland. Now that since you've heard last the song. Episode, yeah. Since last episode. <laughs> I don't think I had ever heard that song. And since last episode, I'm hearing it in every supermarket. <laughs> oh, supermarkets love it. It's a really popular song, you guys. Yeah. (laughs) David now hops from the rocket to the moon rock. It's no big thing. All right, back to Mike. I believe he's like on the first planet. He considers a hop to the flat earth. He says, if I die, I love you. And his brother tries to say, I think he says, no, I'll save you. But he kind of gets cut off. I'm just loving 
the relationship though and the teamwork. I really feel the love. Yeah. Stacy then says, "You got this, Mike. You can do it." They're setting themselves up for some high scores, and I think that's especially because the bar was so low with the first team. Absolutely. Mike makes the hop. Dave from the moon rock is able to stick out his arm to support him. This is when it's going right. And kind of all the team is moving. They're all in position to They're help active. each other, yeah. stabilize things. Sure. Dave and Stacy now contemplate the capsule. Mike, really leading from a distance here, not really being a Steven, he goes to Stacy, go for that capsule. Dave will support you and lift you onto it. And it is this support that is critical because when Stacy reaches out to the capsule, she realizes it, it moves. It swings away from her. She's kind of in a splits position. But because Dave's supporting her on the moon rock, she's able to kind of keep her balance and go back to the rock. And now they know the capsule moves. I mean, this is how you do it. This is how you do this it. This is how you do it. <laughs> this is how you do it. No, this, this team's performance, uh, some of the best we've seen, honestly. Yes. They deserve to be a level two, level two competitors versus that fucking audition that the Bostonians gave us. What a juxtaposition, this first team and this second team. Knowing the capsule moves, Mike now decides to take another path around the left to the moon. He's going to try to get closer to the capsule so he can steady it for them to get on it. I mean, what a family. Solid strategy. I wonder if they'd let me join their family because I have three siblings and I thought we were close. Michael, they're listening right now. Wait, there are there are main listeners? Yeah, there are main listeners. Shut the fuck up. So Mike, who's been pretty smart up to this point, now shows his, his athletic skills. He makes a pretty big <laughs> leap from the moon to the rock. He gets to the moon, then he makes a big leap to a second rock that's close to the capsule. Wood, for some reason, equates the length of the jump to how many, to German shepherds, and that it would be two German shepherds. And this didn't seem on game. We've been very on game the whole show, from Boston to baseball, and I, I didn't get the dog thing. I didn't either, and it was something that lasted with me past watching it. <laughs> to where I'm like, <laughs> what did I miss? Like, every other pun I got, oh my minus Boston, on, and what did I miss what dog reference did I miss? And you, pro and you rewatched it like a thousand times, right? To try to figure it out? No. But adding to that insanity and confusion, when they show the replay of the jump, they put in the sounds of dogs barking and somebody, maybe Dave, saying, good boy. But you can't tell and it's just fucking weird. Yeah. Also, is he making reference to good boy after... It's like the punchline before the joke. You know what I mean? Like, was he was he making a call forward with the German Shepherd? It's all kind of strange to me. Yeah, let's move on. What I did like about this... I said Stacey... let's move on! All right, I won't tell you. Dave, <laughs> I'll skip it. No, no, no one's on. going to know. Okay, Stacy goes... <laughs> Stacy reacts wonderfully. She has this energy the whole time. She might, be, she might be the most energetic player to ever play. She goes... Yeah, Mike! And fucking just like rages after his jump. And I loved it to have siblings that supportive of you. God. It also felt like genuine. Hey, okay, Rebecca, buddy. Jennifer, Jeremy, if you're listening, be a little more supportive. They're listening, Michael. They are being supportive. I, oh, oh, fuck. 
Wait a second. I'm the shitty. I'm the shitty sibling. At least you have siblings that listen to your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Stacy is genuinely having fun. It feels like actually the energy of playing with your siblings. So I hear. And I'm the youngest of seven. Aw. Uh, as a kid. You, wanna, you really, I said I want to be in this family. You really want to be in this family. Hey, do we have to compete to against each it. other for the spot in the, <laughs> to get on this family? Could we pitch that to Netflix? Oh, that'd be great. What is that called? Ah, did I. <laughs> Aw, did they adopt this? <laughs> <laughs> Aw, did I get adopted over you? Spin-off stinger. Okay, so Dave now goes to follow Mike and meet up with him. He hops to the flat earth. He hops to the flat earth, then then to the moon, and then makes that same big jump to the moon rock. Um, I realize this is actually the path Anthony wanted to take in the last team, and I gave him a lot of shit for it, so I'm sorry. Um, it's hard to concentrate with you doing that, Andrew, but I get why you're doing it. is that they use that song from Carmen, and I thought that that was such a better use of their music licensing budget versus what they would have spent had there been any score whatsoever to Alex and Anthony on the Bostonians race. Yeah, and ba- <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you for distracting me for this. Okay, oh my god. But also, what I was gonna say is that music, that music when they played that music, it was over this long kind of just comedy montage that was of previous teams doing belly flops. Yeah, and it seemed like a bit of a waste of time for this episode, considering what we miss later, which we'll get into later. Um, oh, we are dangling the carrot this episode. Who, buddy? Dave is now with Mike, and Dave stabilizes Mike so he can climb up the capsule from the moon rock and hit the second button. This time, the button is good, and they have no doubt that it's good, and it lifts up a second rocket that is around the telescope, I think, and just makes it easier to get to the exit. Solid teamwork, solid smarts. Now that they have weight on the capsule, Stacy can get onto it uh, more easily, and she joins Mike on the capsule. Brilliant! Yeah, dude, this is smarts. This is, again, they're doing it right. Now Dave goes to Mars and then to the Seesaw Telescope. He's going around the far left, just never hopping. Tippy, tippy telescope. Yes, that's <laughs> the tippy telescope. Um, he is stretching and turning and twisting and, and very impressed. He's making it look easy. He's Mr. Fantastic. I wrote down very nice athletic skills, which we don't rate and don't care about. Yep. So Dave has made it to the telescope, and he's riding it like a bull, and then he doesn't know that it tips, and when it does, when it swings down and around... Forward and to the right. He catches himself, but it is a fantastic reaction from Dave. The surprise <laughs> of it tipping, and like this boyish, like, boink, like, he's like, you guys see that? I think he gets like Mia eyes for this because I think his eyes oh, go wide. For sure. For but his sure. technique, his riding the bull technique was so solid, even though he didn't know that the telescope was going to swing. He was ready his for it. His technique got it. He was ready for it. He was Slow ready for it. Slow and thoughtful. Yeah. And you know that's how he jerks it. I bet him jerking off is like a combination of both gross and disgusting. 
Wait, he's got like 17 kids. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. If it's sexy time for Dave, it's uh, practical. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dave now stretches over to the final rocket, again, just making it look easy. Rutledge Wood, to Ogle Utter, points this out, and um, Stacy also pointing it out. She's like, wow, nice. That's where that height comes into play. I loved it. I'm giving them a 10 for height. I, I mean, Dave is hiding so well. He could. It seems like he could have taken one long step from the entrance to the exit. <laughs> do, 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 do. The lava is starting to cover the exit stairs, which is a thing that happens. And so they realize they really got to move. Dave scooting along the rocket. Mike steps off the capsule back onto the rock. He's now contemplating this tricky double hop off the same rocket that Dave is on and to the exit. It's ambitious. That's real ambitious. <laughs> yeah. Build up the tension. A baller um, combo like that? Come on, guy. What are you thinking? You know, you're never going to make it. Dave, like the 20th instance of teamwork, stabilizes the rocket so Mike can do this. And he does. He hops on it, he gets does. to the exit, and that's a point. And I'm, I got a lot of confidence in this team right now. I got a lot of chub in this team right now. Yeah, they're great. Did I just catch a chub? Reaction. Stacy goes nuts again. I would expect nothing less from her. Yeah. Even her reactions are heightening, and with good reason. Stacy, Stacy, she screams like a rooster, I wrote. She really, they show the side of her face, like profile, and she's like, Whoa! It's, fucking, <laughs> yeah. it's totally insane. So they have one point. Dave now takes, they've already beaten the Boston team. Dave now takes a big step from the rocket to another rock. Then one more big step to the exit. And this dude just took big step after big step from the beginning to the end of the course, straight for their second point. Amazing. 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 He broke. He broke. Amazing. 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 Stop it. It was amazing. It was Stop amazing. It. He was amazing. I can't help. I amazing. can't even help. Who do I call? Do I call 311? He's amazing. He's amazing. I'm not He's calling amazing. the cops. If He's I learned amazing. anything He's over amazing. the last six months, it's not to call the cops. He's amazing. He's amazing. Oh, there's He's your amazing. neighbor. He was amazing. Hey. He was amazing. Neighbor, amazing. neighbor. He's pour amazing. some water on him. Pour some water on amazing. him. Are you better? Are you better? Amazing. Oh, man. Why am I wet? <laughs> <laughs> so they've got two points. Um, yeah. I got no doubt that this team is going to carry it through. They're going to get Stacy to the finish line one way or another. And then I'm wrong. Stacy dies almost a moment later. Yep. She tries to step off the capsule because there's no longer another weight on it. The Mike's body. She kind of just mismanages the, the exit and it swings away from her and is a brutal death. I felt, I felt a lot of pain. It's a brutal death. I think it's the same. It's similar physics to why the swinging chairs and the kitchen levels never really worked for people. Yeah. Mike and Dave create like a beautiful tableau. They, they reach out for her. They scream. No, yeah. it's a good reaction to the death. And also <laughs> on this death, clearly did a pickup here while she was in the lava. When she falls, sinks immediately. Not that big of a death. And then with wet hair, she does this like super dramatic acted like ah! <laughs> as she sunk. And she they cut back and forth through it a few times. Yes. You know what? 
I'm seeing behind the curtain. That's fine. This is great. Great choice. And the right person to do it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I saw that too. Could she have fallen and could, do you think she did it on her own? Do you think it was like minutes later? What do you think? It felt like a reset to me because it wasn't it wasn't affecting their time. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that cut it off, her being the third player. So I think it might have been like, okay, well, now if you can stand up in this, or at least doggy paddle in this super deep pit of lava, <laughs> super deep, cavernous deep. Uh, I love to think that it's extremely shallow and they have to really impressively like spread out their body sure. so that it looks like they sunk. That's how but I imagine it. But we can still it. see the tops of their shoes. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, and then also adding, again, good use of their music licensing budget, adding Il Pagliacci. Da, 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 da. Super dramatic. Loved it. Loved it for Stacey's death. And then they go back to Dave and uh, Mike at the exit. And Dave says, it's okay. We have two other sisters. Yeah, well, uh, I guess in large families, some siblings are expendable. And uh, it hurt. It hurt to hear that. But you know what? Right (laughs) after that, Rutger Hauer goes, sibling revelry. And that was a fantastic pun. Solid. I like that one a lot. No post-interview. Not applicable. No post-interview. Just a long montage of belly flops to Carmen. (laughs) Yeah. Interestingly, though, uh, I would say that their favorite Rucker Hauer movie is Up to Date, which is about an investigative journalist who pretends to have AIDS. And it's very heavy subject matter. But it does go to show you that they use movies as an outlet to counter their normal positivity. And isn't that human of them? Yes. (laughs) Who is that? Okay, let's rank the siblings. For acting, let me just set you up here. What are we giving this, the siblings in acting? I mean, Stacy ran away with it. I gotta give him a nine, I think. Yes. I'm going to go nine also. Stacy's reactions were incredible. The other two were good, but there was a little bit of a tiny room for improvement. Sure. Them from the exit chamber, though, I thought they did well. They, they brought it. That was their moment to shine, and that's why, that's why they're getting a nine. But that was also their last moment to shine, which is why they're getting a nine. Yes. But you know who I think would act this very well? Uh, is Mahershala <laughs> Ali. <laughs> All right, yeah, no. He's great. Hell yeah. Right? Way better than the siblings. At least a 10. Probably, thir- I'm going to give him a 14. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to give him a 14 out of 15. You're all over the place. Well, because I forgot that the scale for the uh, teams is generally out of 10. No, always, out of t- always out of 10. In most cases. But Mahershala Ali... Uh, he's fantastic in everything he does, whether it be drama, comedy, you know, he can be true detective grit while being fun as shit uh, as Uncle Robert uh, in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Michael. Um, No, you're right. 14 out of 15 Krakatoas. He could be fun as hell. Like Raja Bell, Phoenix Suns guard from 
the late 2000s. Um, I know who Raja <laughs> Bell was it is. <laughs> I think the late 2000s. Don't call me on that. <laughs> if you're going to call me on that, call our hotline at 909-667-1298. Hotline. Let's go to teamwork. I'm giving this team a no doubt a 10 in teamwork. We, we said it I enough in our run through. I, I mentioned Mahershala Ali's acting and I don't even bring up Moonlight. <laughs> who am I? If you missed it, I'm giving them a 10 in teamwork. We've said it all. They worked as a cohesive family. For teamwork, I'm going to give Mahershala Ali a... Ah, I think it'd be great with a team. I'm going to say <laughs> 11 Krakatoa's uh, siblings. There might not be room for improvement. I thought they were incredible. <laughs> I'm going to say 10. There was that one moment when Mike hinted at negativity after the red button was pressed... But then Stacy nipped it in the to bud, Stacey's and credit, you know what? Yeah, they don't lose points from that. Absolutely, kudos across the board. Do we make your previous lie true and give them an eleven, <laughs> and say that maybe sometimes a team can get more than ten? I mean, yeah, I think so. Is this our first eleven in teamwork? I think so. I think it's deserved. I'm fucking writing it into the. Drive. Awesome. Hell yeah. 11 out of 12? 11 out of 13. So a little worse than 9 out of 10. <laughs> no, I'm, I am very... Uh, uh, so wait, so is it 11 out of 11? I wrote 11. It's, all, it's 11s across the board. So is it 11 out of 11 or is it 11 out of 10? I'm never, ever, no matter what you say, writing what it's out of. I'm just... It's... <laughs> It's a given that it's just consistent because otherwise everything breaks down. I can't take it. I fucking can't take it. I don't even want to rant about it. I feel like there's a rant coming. No, you're not going to let that happen <laughs> for that smarts. I'm giving them a 10. I'm giving them a 10 for that smarts. They made all the right moves. They helped each other. You know what? I keep forgetting that Stacy didn't shit. Stacy didn't get a point. I keep forgetting that. Huh. I take back, yeah, you know what? It's not what? for the lack of trying. It's not for the lack of trying. For as much as... I'm, what? I'm taking back I'm taking back my 11. It's going back to a 9. For teamwork? Oh, it was a 10. I'm, I'm, I fucked up. They're getting a 9. We're keeping this all in, but they're getting a 9 for me because of leaving Stacy hanging at the end. We're going a little too crazy with this team, and I'm, I'm, I'm fucking pulling us back in. For... Hang on. <laughs> Raining is the word I couldn't think of. I'm raining us in. You sound like you're losing control. They're getting a nine for what? Teamwork. I went back and gave them a nine for teamwork, and I'm giving them a nine in smarts. Mm. For leaving Stacy out there, that that shouldn't have happened that way. Why, why did they leave her on the capsule? I don't get it. Uh, I'll come down from an 11 to a 10. That's my compromise. And you know what? Now all is still right with the world. But it's out of nine. <laughs> it's 10 out of nine. It's one and one yeah. tenth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one and one ninth. Yes. Um, okay, so for that, smarts, what do you give them? I thought they were very strategic throughout. I'm going to give them an eight for that smarts. And Mahershala, a 12. After all that, you give them a lower score than me. What the fuck? <laughs> 12 from her. No, because yeah, that was over teamwork. My 10 out of 9 was for teamwork. Yeah, it was related to me. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, moving on to having fun. We have to move on. 
Um, I swear to God. So they had a ton of fun out there. <laughs> Stacy was was really leading the charge. Dave focused, having fun still. Mike, fun. Ten. I think specifically Dave's tippy telescope reaction <laughs> spoke for the room. So I'm going to give him a ten. That was great. Mahershala Ali, he has so much fun, even in fucking late night interviews with Kimmel. I'm going to say he would do 13 out of 15 Krakatoas for Are They Having Fun Out There? For style. Their style was fine. Six. No, seven. Yes, they were completely matching red shirts. Simple to the point. I didn't like that I kept seeing Dave's mic pack. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. When he's, like, stretching. In his back? Yeah. Six. They get a six for style. I'm going to go a seven. It was low effort, but it was it seemed authentic for them. Kind of cornball, bright red. Does the battery pack affect your judgment as well? I'm not going to let you know about that. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I keep some things just for me. Could you believe that what's on this show is not all of our thoughts? <laughs> There's more. Uh, what about our, what about for Mahershala? I think that's pretty strong. It's, oh, it's way strong. I would say between 12 and 14, I'm going to say 14. <laughs> thought you were going to go, thought you were going to go 13. <laughs> Cause that is what's between 12 and 14. No, dude. <laughs> nah, bro. Between and including. Between and including. For, we are got to keep moving. For mere height. Wait, you're... For, no, I'm not slowing us. I haven't said anything. For mere height. <laughs> they heighted... Dave heighted so well. I'd give him an 11 if I could, but we realized that was a terrible idea. 10 for height. I'm trying to consider the others, but Dave shines so bright. 10 for height. Yeah. And Mahershala gets 12 out of 13 correct toes for height. Mia Eyes, looking at a photo of them right now. This is where they lose me. I like Stacy's eyes. Dave's were terrible, but they weren't like Chris terrible. Yeah, I despise Stacy's eyes. I loathe Mike's eyes. Let me see. And me um, Dave's eyes are gross and disgusting. They get a four. <laughs> the thing is, I just found one moment that looks pretend that they just are all squinting and they look like shit. <laughs> I just took a terrible capture. What was my score? Um, did I score them? Wait, what did I score them? <laughs> <laughs> All right. For eyes, I'm going to say it because Stacy used them when she was screaming upwards uh, in celebration or defeat. No, only celebration. I'm going to say the siblings get an eight for eyes. And I think Mahershala gets uh, nine for eyes. Out of 15. They're si I'm looking at six eyes, and I'm going, nope, 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 nope. Maybe. <laughs> so they get a th they get a two. Wow, and that maybe really? That maybe was on Mike's left eye. Oh, yeah, I can see that. For je ne sais quoi. <laughs> We're getting real, I'm telling you, I cannot believe how long we've been recording. <laughs> I feel like they're hitting the weird archetype of giant family sure pretty pretty on the head um but you know what just being a happy family is kind of a mystery so <laughs> so you know 
It's not easy. So there is like a God. How are they making it work? And how are they pulling it off? Exactly. And there's Jin Sequa in that. You know what? They're getting an eight for me. They 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 got to score solid Jin Sequa. Yeah, because it feels genuinely functional. And with thirty kids, ugh. <laughs> so for Jin Sequa, I will give them an eight as well. And Mahershala Ali, are you kidding me? Twelve. Jin Sequa, solid. Mia name. Dave, Stacy, Mike. I gave the previous team a one. I'm giving this team a one. I'll give them... God, that's a tough one. I just want the audience to know, if there was a team of Michael, Andrew, and Michael, I would give that team a one. No, come on. What if it was Andrew, Michael, Andrew? Negative three. Damn. Uh, Okay, so Dave, Stacy, Mike, I'm going to give them... I can't justify more than a four. I'm sorry, guys. I do like you as people, but with that distinction. Four. Mahershal Ali. You know, it's interesting that you happen to bring up ranking of uh, his name because yeah. his birth name is actually much longer. In fact, it's Mahershal Al Hashbaz. That's his cool. real first name, Mahershal Al Hashbaz. Uh, last name, actually, Ali. So for that, 14. And that's for... Quantity, not quality. Yes. <laughs> no, it's a little of both. I like yeah, it yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it as well. So Mahershal right, Hashbaz gets a 14 for name. For mu name. I got it. I had it. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to practice saying it. That's good. That's good. It's very nice. And you clearly were practicing it. That's going to do it for... Why do you think I have bags under my eyes, Michael? Because <laughs> I didn't sleep for shit. <laughs> That's going to do it for the siblings. Up next, the Triforce Heroes 3 Gamer. See you. <laughs> See you right now. All right, let's talk about them. Transitional Stinger. That was a second impression. Let's get to our third team, the Triforce Heroes. What These are you three. Adiats, are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah, you. Adiots, Adiots, Adiots. Is that what you're saying? Adiots. I've been saying Adiots, but I like Adiots oh, too. Oh, Adiots. Cause only because I look at the A-D and think of the word Adios. And so I go, so I, the first syllable I say is odd. It's Adios. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um, these are three gamer girls who love Zelda so much that they name themselves the Triforce Heroes, uh, which I believe is a Zelda game, um, maybe a DS game. Anyway, we got Tierra, we got Kaba, and we have Diamond. When we first see them, they do a little coordinated uh, move. They go around, and each of them say, Wisdom, Courage, Power. And then they put their hands together, and then they yell, Triforce Heroes! <laughs> and I don't know, I liked it. I liked it. It was very uh, Captain Planet, very Power Rangers. I was into it. Power Rangers, yeah. Yes. It was uh, little Wonder Twins, but with three... What would you call that? Wonder Threes? Wonder Trips. Great. Um, they start, they're talking about why why their gamer background will help them, and it's because they played a bunch of games with lava in them, I guess. They, they say, Mario, lava. Uh, saving princesses, lava. Is that a game? They, <laughs> is that a game? They fucked up. This is so funny. They fucked this up so badly, and it stayed in the show. It made me think that they listed uh, properties they couldn't 
I don't know. I'm on a clearance kick today. <laughs> I don't know. You think they listed a ton of examples really off the top of the head and they just continue. And the producers are like, can't afford it. Can't afford it. Can't afford it. Hey, hey, can you just one time say saving princesses? <laughs> yeah. And don't worry. Don't worry what it's about. Or not even that. She was like, producers, what do you expect us to say? Just saving princesses, lava. <laughs> and the producers are like, yes, yes, use that. <laughs> Their style, they they awesome. had some very awesome cool style. going. I don't know, like a chic fitness vibe. Uh, their style is awesome. Uh, it doesn't look like they're trying to match, but everything goes together. And I am stoked to see them do the race in its entirety. And then we cut to the race already in progress. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is right? It truly is uh, annoying because I like this team and they seem like they were given short Shrift? Is that an expression? I Here's my theory, is that some AC, some assistant camera operator, had all the media and completely lost all of the footage from all of the cameras for those first, what, two minutes and six seconds? It's and you know what this speaks to is not being paid what you're worth. Are you going on a rant and right so now? so they didn't want to spend the money for someone that wouldn't lose the media. And I'm going in this time machine. And then... They hire someone at a cheaper rate that, of course, would lose the media. If a production company offers you an insane rate that is far lower than your responsibilities entail, then you are hurting not only yourself, by not knowing I'm Michael your work, Resnick, and with me is uh, my co-host. Not being capable I've gone back to our first episode. I've gone back to our first episode. No! Job. So why would I hire someone that knows what they're doing at a proper rate? And it 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 Oh my god, you broke again. Hey, what's up, Michael? Oh, you're back. Why am I wet again? I I don't know. Don't don't think about it. Okay. So yeah, they cut, they fucking, <laughs> this team, I was very excited. They they seem to cut off a significant part of the beginning of their race. Yeah. Um, Diamond is now on Uranus in the middle path. Kaba just <laughs> got to Neptune. Tierra, Tierra is on the console. So she's gone across the constellation wall. They don't seem like they're in a good place. So not only did we miss the beginning of the race, they already seem kind of disjointed when we cut into them. And... Tierra seems like she's worried about going to the rocket, which maybe this is not hiding well, but I thought that was just kind of a step down to the rocket. She's so not into that path that she goes back across the constellation wall. I don't think anybody's ever done this on this course. Sure. Back across the constellation wall, losing lots of time. Diamond decides to go over to Jupiter. Gosh, this is like the first bit of action we're seeing from this team. She makes a big step, looks all good, and then suddenly as she tries to transfer her weight over to the second planet, she just slips and falls into the lava. What Ugh. feels like seconds into their race. Yeah, it's too bad. So brutal death. Brutal. Some good reactions, though. Kaba makes an incredible face in response to this. Kaba had a great reaction. She shows vulnerability throughout. I loved it. Yes. From the wall, Tierra says, Kaba, what are we going to do? Kaba points at the flat earth and says... I'm going to try to do this. <laughs> Kaba then says, 
courage again. That's her power. Hell yeah. And I loved this. She asked to be counted down. I'm sorry. Oh, you need help? What is this? Ray <laughs> eight? Uh-oh. Too many rays. Too many rays. Too many rays. So, yes, asked to be counted down. Too many rays, Stinger? Asked to be... Yes. Right there. Uh, she has to be counted down, but Tierra counts up. Little oh, bit yeah. of a little bit of a lack of teamwork there, lack of cohesion, if I'm really reaching. Have you ever asked for a count up when leaping between no. foam planets, Michael? Come on. Just a couple times. Um, Kaba makes the leap. Then a bunch of lava pops up on her. She has a great reaction, decent acting, really kind of Loved it. treating it like it's real, or she's just like fed up with it. She's like, ugh. She wipes it off of her. It's annoyed, but it's fun. She's like, she's kind of into it. Tierra has gone back across the constellation wall. She's now at the entrance. They need to move. It's not looking great. Tierra gets onto the first planet. Yeah, she gets onto Neptune. Kaba makes a big step to the moon rock. They're moving. Great. Tierra then asks Kaba for advice on how to hop to the flat earth. And I really think they overthink things here. It gets a little crazy. <laughs> Tierra's asking for advice on how to jump. Kaba says, I just jumped with my feet. I stood up and I jumped down with my feet. <laughs> Two ogle utter makes fun of them for how weird this is. And then Tierra gets in a position to, this is like a little hop to the flat earth. And she's about to go. And then Kaba says, bend down a little. Maybe that will help. And Tierra bends down and suddenly looks really uncomfortable and goes for it from this uncomfortable position and doesn't make it and falls into the lava. And it yeah. wasn't great. I was very disappointed. Yeah, because that knocked him out. That knocked him out of the race. Knocked them out. Two people down. Essentially, we watched this team for about 45 seconds because yeah. they cut out the beginning of their race. And it was... Went from, and what a roller coaster. I don't know if I've ever gone so quick from, from um, high expectations to sure. utter sorrow. I'll tell you what, though. Kaba left us with a great reaction to Tierra Fallen. Yes. Remind me. <laughs> she says, no. No. She, <laughs> yeah, no. she says, no. But it was uh, heartfelt. Uh, and, I, and there was a bit of hope as though... You've lost the level, but you have more lives to compete. Yes. Right? And then you'd think, God, we got to hear from this team. That was devastating. I was very excited to hear their post-interview in its entirety. And then we just cut to the fucking siblings receiving <laughs> the lava lamp the and fuck? their award. What no the fuck? No fucking post-show testimonial. No post-show testimonial. What the fuck? The siblings win. I suddenly hate them now. <laughs> yeah. They did this. Um, they did yeah. this. But they took it. They took it, and they were ex they were very happy, of course. All smiles, good attitude. And yeah. um, I got nothing left to say about them. They won the show. Will they win yeah. our podcast, though? I will say this. The Triforce Heroes, their favorite Rucker Hauer movie is Omega Doom. It's fun sci-fi, and they're into it. Omega Doom? Yeah. Cool. That sounds cool. It sounds very Rutger Hauer. Very Rutger Hauer. Very Rutger Hauer. <laughs> let's rank this team. God, that felt very quick. Um, let's rank this team. 
What do you think? Adiats? Adiats? You think we should rank this team? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, do it. We, I don't want I it. Would, I would enjoy that. What are we giving the Triforce heroes in acting? I mean, God, I didn't get to see a lot of it. I, You know what? I loved Kaba's face um, in response to that first death. And that's where I'm going to give the majority of my... And, and I love their general energy in the pre-testimonial. Yes. Um, but I, I don't think it was acting. I think it was just like genuine teamwork, having fun out there. But I'm going to factor it all in. I don't want to mark them down just because I didn't see enough of them. I'm giving them an eight. Sure. I think Tierra was a little hard on herself in the course. I really liked Diamond's performance in the pre-interview. But again, how much is uh, how much of that is acting? Kaba really carried the weight on their acting. I'm going to give them a seven for acting. And I'm going to give Jamie Lee Curtis a mm. 13 for acting. 13 for Jamie Lee Curtis. For teamwork. I would give her, given how awesome she was in trading places, and oh, Fish Called Wanda, Fierce Creatures. She gets a 14 out of 15 Krakatoas, Jamie Lee Curtis, for teamwork. Yeah, a lot of husband-wife teamwork in True Lies, I guess. Her kicking Tia Carrera's ass in the limo and then taking his hand to in the helicopter, hell yes. Fuck yeah. 14. 14 out of 15 Krakatoas. Yes! For the Triforce heroes, I'm giving them a 9 because of their pre-show testimonial. These girls love each other. They're gamers. They love each other. They're all like on the same page about everything, it seems. I give them a nine. Hard, good, good branding. Do we make branding a category? No fucking way. <laughs> I would give the Triforce Heroes in teamwork an eight. Uh, I'd love to play a game with them. Aw. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> For that smarts, I can't give them a lot for that smarts. I didn't see enough. They could have shown more, but... That fucking AC, man. They maybe all should have taken the Constellation Wall. I think for that smarts, they uh, they might have lost it there for me. I'm going to give them a six for that smarts. Jamie Lee Curtis is just fucking great. Uh, 11 for that smarts. I'm going to give them a four in that smarts. Going across the Constellation Wall and then back. Not taking the right paths. It wasn't, it wasn't good. I wish they had a chance to show me more, but they didn't. I agree. Um, I'm going to switch mine to five. Done. For having fun out there. I mean, for Jamie Lee Curtis to evade Michael Myers so many times in all of those movies and Mike Myers so many times on the red carpet, that takes smarts, bro. Going to stick to my 11. <laughs> Nobody questioned it. <laughs> for having fun. For having fun. Ah, you know, I think they were having fun before it started, and then they did not have that much fun out there. It just didn't go well for them. I'm giving them a five. I think the live-action adventure of doing the course versus playing video games threw them. Yeah. They should have been better in theory. I don't think that they were given necessarily the best opportunity to, to show the audience, but... Are they having fun out there? I'm going to give them a six. I do think Cabo is trying. JC? Uh, God, Freaky Friday, 10. Very fun. For style. I like her style a lot, uh, especially Knives Out. 
I'm going to give her uh, 10 for style, and I'm going to give Triforce Heroes. I really like their style. For their scale, I'm going to give them a 9. All right. Because that's out of 10 Krakatoas, right? Yep. <laughs> I'm pulling up a photo. Their style's awesome. The lipstick on Diamond. They have cool makeup lipstick. They have cool clothes in all their photos. Cool kind of gamer nerdy clothes that I dig. They have cool hairstyles. Crash Bandicoot shirt. Somebody's rocking like a tie. Maybe Kaba's rocking the kind of tie-dye thing for the show. Sure. They brought a fun like Comic-Con level style to the show without being inappropriate. I'm giving them a 10 for style. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to give them a 10 for style as well. For height. You know what? For height. That's a great great category. Shit. This was a problem for them because... (laughs) I got to imagine, we kind of didn't see this because the AC lost the footage or whatever, yeah. but uh, Tiara, 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 t- she didn't step down to the rocket, which looked really easy. And maybe it was her, it was hiding unwell um, and instead decided to go across the wall. And for that, I give them a four. I would agree with your point about Tiara on the, going to the rocket, but I think that Kava made up for it with her height. I'm going to give her, I'm going to give the Triforce Heroes a six. What did she do with her height? She jumped with her feet. She she jumped with her feet. Oh, shit. Touche. Is that two touches? Maybe. Johnny, two touche. That's like four shays. What is this, a a crowded living room? I see four (laughs) shays. Jamie Lee Curtis? Jamie Lee Curtis, and this is not negotiable, gets a nine for height. feel like she hides well. Because I don't she think does she. Well. I want to look it up. How tall do you think Jamie Lee Curtis is? Five seven. Ooh, it's not immediately on her Google like everybody else. What'd you say? Five seven. You fucking two for two. Really? Hell yes. Hell yes. You nailed it. I don't want to do this if you're going to keep getting them right. And well, just I don't want to give you confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You'll take, I don't know, that's the meanest thing anybody could ever say in the world about anything. <laughs> that's why I said it, but I had no, follow, no follow up, and it was terrible. I liked it. The meanest thing you could no, say. No, I, I deserve that. No, you, you definitely don't deserve that. Um, but that's my point. <laughs> uh, okay, Mia Eyes. Mia Eyes. Man, I should have expected this. Across the board, I'm going to give them an eight for Triforce Heroes. I like their eyes. There's a lot of life, a lot of happiness. I'm loving all the photos I see. I'm going to go with a nine. Standard six, and then up one for each of them. Interesting. I said eight. That's good. That's good. Don't doubt it. Do they deserve more? I don't know. (laughs) Do you just look up at God? (laughs) (laughs) Andrew just uh, just gestured to the heavens. I wasn't talking to you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking to me. Uh, Andrew, you're smoking again. Good. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis for eyes. This might be where she lost me. I'm going to say nine for Jamie Lee Curtis for eyes. That's tough. It's tough. Hey, can't win them all, Jamie Lee. No. Je ne sais quoi. You know what? They're getting a 10 for je ne sais quoi 
because I don't know what happened over the first few minutes of the race. <laughs> sure. But is that, are you giving the show the je ne sais quoi or? You know what? It's a combination of the dumb joke I just made <laughs> sure. and the fact that I really like this team and would love to know more about them. Yes, they're this archetype, but they're also gamer girls. There's a stereotype that our, all gamers are guys. I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued by these killer gamer girls. They're awesome. And I want to know more. Yeah, I'm going to give them a nine. I'm going to give Jamie Lee Curtis, damn, I'm going to say 14. I'm going to say 14 Krakatoas for Je ne sais quoi. I think she's awesome, and I want to work with her, and I think that she would do bits, and I want to do bits with Jamie Lee Curtis. She does seem awesome. And I like how she just gave into the whole, like, Activia, whatever yogurt commercials she does. Oh, for, for sure. Like, good health. Do you think she's mad at me over the eyes ranking when I give her a nine? I think she's got enough inner peace to deal with it. Nine's nine's really good. Nine's good. Nine is good. Um, Mia name. She'll, 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 okay. All right. We can give her a good, you know what? Why don't you rank Jamie Lee Curtis on name? Oh man. Jamie Lee Curtis for name. It's pretty good. It's phonetically very pleasing. I'm going to give her an 11 for name. Mm. Is that, is that not enough? (laughs) <laughs> I I literally thought that wasn't enough because you just gave her a 14 in Jin Sequa, so we know that the numbers can go that high. Yeah, but I'm, that might not be out of 15 Krakatoas. And that's where you lose me every time because that's just a step too far in complication. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going to try again. Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, 13 for name. I think she's great. I think it's great. For the Triforce heroes, Tiara, Kaba, and... What was the third name? Diamond. Diamond. God damn. Ten for name. No doubt. Ten. I gotta say nine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's it for all the rankings. Let's tally up oh. the scores. <laughs> Let's tally up the scores and uh, and determine our winner of Odd Did I Audit That. I have a good feeling who's, who it's going to be this time, but you know what? Let's wait and see. Oh, we wait. Still have to no, best. I forgot a huge part of the show. <laughs> Let's actually first give out our individual awards and then all that stuff that I just said. Individual awards. So let's see if anybody has a chance to make a comeback here. Because my feeling is the siblings have the lead right now. Who would you most want to have a beer with? I want to say Kaba. She seemed fun. I'm with you. I'm going Kaba as well. Was Kaba in the tie-dye? Yeah. I'm going Kaba. Yeah, I'm with you. Great. Agree on something? (laughs) <laughs> uh, best death. My best death is definitely the first one in the Bostonians. Uh, Chris, Chris, really? He yes, because I've never been more satisfied watching the show. There's different ways to look at best death, and it's just however satisfying it is to you. Sure. And after that build up, after this asshole talked such a game. To see him die four steps into the race, hopping from planet to planet, bouncing on his knees with terrible skill, terrible technique. It was so satisfying, and I loved it. It's my best death. I hear you. <laughs> I appreciate your argument. I got to give it to Stacy. She went out big. Yeah. She died as she lived. Committing. Falling off that uh, capsule. Fine, yes. <laughs> Okay, reaction to death. What do we? Who are we giving the best reaction to a death? Uh, Kaba. Kaba had that that like scowl, growl, no face. 
I mean, I guess, uh, hang on. So the siblings, the siblings reacted to Stacy's death. That was the best reaction. That was the best reaction. They that formed the this reaction. great picture. It really was. Thank you for reminding us. It's Mike. My, it goes to Mike. Yep. Best line. Mine's got to go to Stacy for a, it's a moot point when she just shut down. Oh, right. Uh, you know, we talked about it when she just shut down the briefest glimpse of negativity after they pressed the red button and realized that it, it didn't help them. She, it's a moot point. We move forward. Let's go. And you know what? That's the right attitude. That is the right attitude. Yeah, I'm going to have to side with you on that. It was, uh, it, it just hit so much of our ranking. Teamwork, smarts, everything. Are they having fun out there? Everything. She she nipped into the bud. Goes to Stacy for me, too. Worst line. I got a oh, feeling God. it's the Boston team. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For me, it goes to Anthony saying, every movie I've seen says, don't push the button. It just spoke, <laughs> it just spoke to so much. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Boston. I'm giving it to Chris for when he told them to press the button. His buddies kind of know it's a bad idea. And he goes like, I want to see what happens. I want to see what, ha it was selfish. And he was punished for it moments later by dying. So he yeah. gets worse line for me. Great. Deserved. Je ne sais quoi. The individual award for je ne sais quoi. Um, my God, right, after, right out of the gate, I'm quickly thinking of Mike for that same like weird Steven energy of him being so <laughs> wily. And you know, sure. he's that odd, he's like the mutt of his family. Everybody has 30 kids, he's single. And um, I don't know, I don't know if he's single, he doesn't have kids. Yeah. I'm giving it to Mike from Siblings. I think that's fair. I might go with Diamond from Triforce Heroes. Nice. Uh, left us too soon. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, okay, those are all the categories. Those are all the categories. Let's Great. now add it all up and determine our winner, like I said before. Eddie Atz, we're going to do something a little different today with help from our good friend, Sarah McLaughlin. Okay, you're, it enjoying, the, you're enjoying this part of the show too much. <laughs> you sound like you're really leaning into it right now. All right, I'm going to add it up. I'll be right back. Here's a potential theme song. Addy Atza, do believe we've failed you. Addy Atza, know we've let you down. Don't you know we tried so hard to love you in our way? It's easy, let it go. Idiots, we're empty since we left you Trying to find a way to carry on We search ourselves and everyone To see where we went wrong There's no one left to finger There's no one here to blame there's no one left to talk to, honey, and there ain't no one to buy innocence. Cause we are born innocent. Believe us, idiots, we are still innocent. It's easy. We all falter. But does it oh matter? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
What, Michael? You're interrupting my song from Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, she let I us use Adias to make it Adias. It's the closest race yet. Let's hear it. I don't know why got? I overlooked how close I thought. I don't know why I thought the siblings were running away from this, but it is close. Oh, no. The Bostonians we were always up. The Bostonians were always in the running. <laughs> Bostonians have the lowest points anybody has had. Okay. <laughs> they're they're at like 42, which let me say <laughs> I must have written something down wrong because that is unexplainably low. Yeah. In the runner-up position with 156 points. One less than the winner's 157 points. The runner-up is the Triforce Heroes. What? And the siblings squeak it out with, honestly, because of all their individual awards, they lost the regular rankings. The winner is the siblings. Deserve it. Wow, we almost that gave was awesome. it to we almost gave it to Triforce here. Wait, so what was the difference? What was the difference in the numbers? One fifty-seven to one fifty-six. Holy shit! Really? And in the individual awards, the siblings got plus twenty-five, and Triforce Heroes plus fifteen. So the siblings made oh, up damn. ten points, and one sure. by one, Bob Boston got forty-two points. <laughs> That's fucking uh, crazy. All right, are we done, Andrew? <laughs> oh, no, we are not, my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Michael? We've talked a lot of crap on these teams uh, and their experience that uh, we do not share. So I think it's time for us to put up or... Yeah, just all night long. It was the same noise over hey, hey, and hey, hey, over hey. and over. Hey, buddy. Hey. Are you me? Hey, that's a, yeah. Hey, that's a really, that's a really pretty, um, it's a really pretty wallet you have. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks, actually. I yeah. uh, I got it at this uh, old restoration hardware. I guess it's been shut down for years, but they had one in this small town outside of Kanab, Utah. Please be quiet, please. Oh. All right. Um, so <laughs> what's our lo Did he even like my wallet? Andrew, what is our location? We are going to do our own Flores Lava course right now. What is our location for this week? Michael, your guess is as good as mine. Let's check out what's behind this door. And it is a... <laughs> Guitar Center. <laughs> no. uh, I think it's time that we play. Floor is... Is... Lava. Okay, okay. A guitar center. Ooh, it's right. empty. It's it's uh, usually it's packed with annoying shredders, but it's it seems like it's a coronavirus guitar center. So no, this is cool. We're this the is only cool. ones a... in here. Nice. We still have to wear our masks. Yes. So put your mask on okay, over your sorry. nose, Michael. Sorry. Over your nose. I'm just wait. Uh, listen, Andrew. We'll all be better off once we get herd immunity. Just put the mask down and let's get it already. Buddy. Whatever. This is a conversation for another time. Okay. <sighs> I, I see a mic stand. I see him. I'm going to climb to the top of this of this giant mic stand, see if I can get a vantage point. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to. Anything up there, Michael? Oh, I see a <laughs> giant novelty snare drum that looks like 
I don't know if we can walk across that. We're gonna have to find another way. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, well, I can try this wall of guitars, maybe? Ooh, yes. I'll just scale across these and just put my... Oh, my God. Uh, I'll use... The, oh, okay. So I've never, I've never played guitar before, but I assume that I can just easily put my foot into the hole in the middle, right? And just... Michael, there's something blocking... Something blocking my foot. I'm trying to get a foothold in here. What's the pro what's the problem? It's the fucking wires. They put the wires in front. What is this? An inside-out guitar? Why are the wires on the outside? Andrew, those are the guitar strings. Oh. I think you can still. I think you can still like. You can still jam your foot through. Maybe just wedge it between the strings. Ooh, those ooh, wires. What if I were say. to? Step on the main part of the guitar instead. Do we need to? I think we need to just have some basic music lessons. <laughs> Now's not the time, Michael. We're in Floor's Lava. Okay. All right, all right. What was your last pitch? I'm just going to step on the body of it instead of using the foothold. Yes, yeah, scale across the wall of guitars any way you fucking can, man. Okay. Whoa. Oh, they're swinging underneath me. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, you're doing it. Keep going. Whoa, whoa, okay. Get to that, uh, there, there's the there's the sales counter in the middle of the store. Okay, okay. Uh, it's a big jump, Michael. I might have to jump across this vibraphone first. Oh, yeah, hop across the vibes. Oh, you made it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, look at you dance. <laughs> whoa. Damn. Okay, I made it. I made it. I made it to the counter. Okay. Um, I see a DJ booth a few feet away, spinning very quickly. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm going to jump onto the turntable, and I think it will spin me and propel me onto the cashier's desk where you are. Okay, Michael, just be careful jumping on that turntable. I don't want you getting caught up in a loop, just running on it like a gerbil in a hamster wheel. Like a, like a gerbil in a hamster wheel. All right. Maybe I'm sorry. Gerbil up. in a gerbil wheel. Okay, I'm gonna go for it. Okay, I'm gonna go for it. I believe in you, buddy. Oh, oh shit! I'm caught on it. I fucking warned you about it, Michael. No, but I'm caught on it like a hamster in a hamster wheel. Oh, buddy. Here, here, Very here. Different. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use these XLR cables and I'm gonna click them all together and I'm gonna set them your way. Oh. You, yes. Lasso me, lasso me. All right, I'm gonna count you up. You ready? Okay. What is, what is this? Fucking Ray Nine? I got it myself. Oh no, oh. I hit you and we fell off the we fell off the registered into the lava. Oh, oh my god, Michael. It's the first devil double death <sighs> in lava history. Ah, uh, we didn't even All get right. close. We did not get close. Uh, that was a pretty shameful performance. I need to I need to learn how to play guitar, I think. Oh man. Well, I think that's going to do it for um Somehow we're at the yeah, end. That's, do I'm always you. I'm in disbelief when we get to the end of these episodes. It's quite a journey. Um, Andrew, I had a great time. We couldn't quite put up this week, but maybe we will be able to next time. Again, if you want to reach out to us, call us at our hotline, which is 909-667-1298. Andrew, anything to plug this week? Uh, let's fight for our democracy. Vote. Get out there and vote. Yep. No, no screwing around. Vote. And maybe we'll vote, maybe vote, we'll vote, just leave vote, it at that. Vote, and if at any point you get vote, frightened vote, about the state of the world, vote, just check your vote, voting vote. registration. Oh God, Andrew's vote, Andrew's vote. breaking again. Took me a second to realize vote, it was really clear, but he's vote. fucking 
skis. Oh, God. We're going to have to go, Let's folks. Go. We'll see you in a couple weeks, maybe. Love you. <sighs> bye. Hey, why am I wet?